Welcome back to tonight's intermission report. Merrimack taking on Clarkson in Potsdam, New York, and joining us actually pregame here, but for this intermission, it's Phil Waugh, the assistant coach of Clarkson, and was assistant coach at Merrimack back during the, uh, the 2011 time frame. Uh, Phil, that, that team, uh, you know, first of all, the the success that you guys had that year, at what point in the season, or maybe in the preseason, or was there a point during the year when you guys thought that you could be good enough to, for example, make a Hockey East Championship game as you guys did, make it to the NCAA tournament? Well, I think uh, Stefan Lacoste's second game, uh, if I'm not mistaken, against Army um, at Lawler Arena, we scored uh, five goals. Um, that's when I think the team and the fans and obviously the coaching staff, um, we knew how good the Costa was, but to have you know, the supporting cast of Canada and Nets, to have Kyle Bigos on the back end, um, Barton up front and Stollery, uh, a com- combination with uh, Bigos, um, we knew we had a good, strong supporting staff. And then I think the Costa was kind of his coming out party that game. Um, so we knew that um, uh, if, if we do all the things right internally and maybe get out of the way a little bit sometimes as coaches, um, that we can have a pretty special year at, at Merrimack. So that that goes back actually, if I remember right, that was his freshman year. So he missed the first couple of games while you guys were trying to work things out and and get him to be able to play. And then it was that game that you mentioned. And but you know, knowing that you had a player like that on on your team, and then heading into the the 2010-2011 season, uh, you guys thought that you know at that point, even going before you'd even played a game that year, that you guys could have a good year. Well, again, every time you look on paper or, or trying to put line combinations, you you always feel good about your your. Um, your pawns, the players that you have, your, your horses. Um, but I think until you saw it on the ice, uh, and, and Mark, Mark is doing and he's done a great job with, with the program and as far as values, as far as the way to play, uh, playing strong and heavy um, and, and simple. Um, so it was just a great combination. And, and uh, uh, it was a fun year, that's for sure. But, again, until we saw the product on the ice and the way everything was going to gel, um, you know, you always feel confident going into the season, but then you gotta, you got to make the right moves to, to, to play chess type of thing and, and capture the queen. So, um, But, yeah, it was, it was a fun year, and it was, it was fun to see DaCosta, who missed, uh, Stefan, who missed the first two games in North Dakota, kind of come in and grow and then having the other guys uh, kind of you know, lead as well and, and follow his, uh, his mindset and follow the way he was playing. And, and then after that, I was just uh, continued to, to, to grow our, the, the players at that point and doing the video and the maturity and, um, and believing in the system. You know, you had him, as you mentioned, he was a candidate that year, if I remember right, for the Hockey's Player of the Year. And then you had Joe Canada, who, of course, would end up being an All-American before he was done. But I thought for that team, that 2011 team, you know, the depth that you guys had was almost unmatched, at least in the, the history of that program. I mean, you had a third line of, of guys like Ryan Flanagan and uh, Elliot Sheen and, and uh, Carter Madsen, who were, uh, if I remember right, leading the, the Hockey's Tournament in scoring. You know, you, you guys had been able to win the tournament. Ryan Flanagan might have been the MVP. Yeah, he uh, he. The last, I don't know if it was six to eight games, or we could see at the end, towards the end of the season, regular season, that a couple guys were catching on fires. Maybe guys that had different roles or, or uh, less uh, noticeable on the score sheet roles, but that was as important as, as finishing a net front. But uh, um, yeah, we it was a fun season. It's it's, uh, it's a season I remember as a coach, and um, you know, it was obviously with Mark Denny, he had the helms, and um, and then you know some of the changes that we had that year as far as uh, the support and the pep band and the fans and all that so it was it was a fun year for me and my family for sure 
looking back to the way the season went, uh, if I remember right, you know, you started off relatively strong, but it wasn't really until the middle of the year that you guys caught fire. You won something like 10 out of 11 or, or something along those lines, and all of a sudden you guys were skyrocketing in the in the polls and the standings and so on. I mean, what, was was at that point maybe when, when the players really thought, hey, we can win something here, or was it even earlier than that? Um, I think I think we all believe that that this could be uh, uh, one of those years. It, it was just a question again of maturity, I think, and 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 finding our groove and, and believing in the system and believing in each other. Um, so again, that's that's the fun part about coaching is is playing and pushing the right buttons and, and doing enough and just not too much or, or not not enough. You know, not. You got to do a little bit more video or less video or, or more power player or less. So it was all the right buttons, obviously that that marked. And he was uh, was in charge, and he did a phenomenal job to uh, to navigate that uh, that that season. And um, and guys believed that what it came down to is they believed in each other. And um, and then from that point on, we just never looked back. The series at home against Maine that year was almost like uh, nothing I've ever seen in that rink. Yeah, Maine uh, Maine is always a good program, and obviously. Um, their fan base and uh, their rank is, is cooking. And, and uh, I mean, it's, you know, I had the pleasure to, to coach in Hockey East now and coach in ECAC, and there's no easy teams anymore. There's no easy programs anymore. Uh, some pro, some programs have a ton of talent. You look at BU this year with four NHL first-rounders, um, and then you have player, you know, other programs like, you know, Merrimack, where we're known to hard, you know, hard work and compete and playing heavy. And uh, so there's different ways to win, but you look uh, I can take those two leagues, for example, that uh, there's no easy weekends, there's no easy nights, there's no point nights. So um, it makes it for very entertaining uh, games for the fans and obviously intense for the players and the coaches. Well, let's talk about the last couple of games of that year, which, uh, you know, unfortunately the way it turned out, you guys were so good and then you lose two close games at the very end. The Hockey East Championship game against BC, you're tied 3-3 three to three, and then they pull it out there and then the NCAA tournament game against Notre Dame, uh, um, you know, both of those games there, uh, you know, what were your, your thoughts on how those games developed? And, 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 I mean, in your mind as you look back now, do you kind of forget those games and, and look at the rest of the year as a whole? Yeah, you, you, you try to you try to focus on the positive. You know, we made it to Hockey East Finals at the Garden. Place was packed. We went to the NCAA, played against Notre Dame. Um, I think, you know, there's ebbs and flows on both games. We had momentum. We, you know, we're right there. We had chances to, to put maybe an extra goal in there. Um, but, you know, you focus on the year itself that you know, we, we achieved a couple things that uh, um, maybe we didn't do in the past. And um, we had some, some benchmarks as, as programs and as players that, that were there. So that, that's what you remember the most, more than just, a, you know, the final game or the final loss or, or uh, maybe a game that you lost that you should have won or something someone that, that had slipped around so um, you know it's it's one of the fun seasons I had at a coach and obviously I learned a lot from um, from the, the coaching staff there and obviously Merrimack's organization. You know you talked about Stefan DaCosta and uh, you know I, I've heard it said you know in some ways he was almost like a coach on the ice and and it seemed like you know maybe there were things that, that you took took away from your time there not only you know working with Mark Denny working with the rest of the staff but also maybe from some of the players uh, you know what kind of things like that now as you've been in Clarkson that have helped you here? Well, it's the experience uh, going through, uh, going in the trenches and the recruiting battles, going into the day-to-day, uh, you know, the responsibilities with the D and the power play, and uh, learning from from other coaches, and, um, and and obviously through winning. That's I think that's when you learn the most. Uh, you learn a lot of 
really good lessons in losing. Those are the ones that sting the most. But um, I just, you know, Mark, uh, Mark, I had a pleasure to coach with him for three years, and, and then this opportunity came up. I never thought I'd leave Merrimack uh, for another, you know, X amount of years. I thought I was there for a long time. And actually my wife was pregnant with her second child at that point, and she was not excited about leaving, that's for sure. But, uh, um, you know, this alma mater uh, opportunity opened up. and um, But uh, it's just, you know, the years in the business um, and, and learning through different coaches along the way and obviously Mark is is um, had the pleasure to play against him when he was at Princeton. Uh, we Princeton was was cooking back then with Tooth Cahoon and Len Cannell and um, and now having been uh, on the same bench with him and learning his style and the way uh, he do things day to day operation. That's that I think that's where you learn the most. Well, last question. You know, when I think back on that team that year, you know, some of the things that I think about are, you know, like Carter Madsen's hat trick in the playoffs, that huge, huge game that he and, and that line had. Uh, are there moments that you think of, maybe, and maybe even some that wouldn't normally come to the to the mind of some of the fans? I think it's the day to day. It's just walking in the rink, and guys are excited to be there, and and they, you know, they, you just see in their eyes that they know that it's going to happen. They they're willing to put the work, and um, you know, we had the the strength coach Mike Kamal who's still there. Um, so it, everything was in the process. You could see, you can sense it, you can just feel it that um, something pretty pretty uh outstanding as it was around the corner um so it's just for me obviously there's there's a couple of games that come up or a couple of moments that that i remember but as a whole as a coach is just coming in the rank every day and doing video or, or, or going in the weight room and, and just seeing the guys that they, they all believe and and they knew that uh, we're going to win so that was a pretty special uh, year uh, in that sense. So, so we didn't have to we didn't have to do too much raw raw guys. Guys knew that hey we you know together as a unit you know uh, we're gonna we're gonna face adversity and obviously we're gonna make some adjustment throughout the process and maybe change a, a few players here and there as far as uh, position and responsibilities. But um, you know it's just that that was the fun part is going to the rink and knowing guys that believed in it and they were willing to do the the, the effort the extra effort to get there. Still stay in touch with any of the guys there? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, a couple emails here and there, a couple texts when guys are in town. Uh, some guys are transitioning now from uh, maybe uh, playing to coaching, and um, and uh, or you know if they're in town for whatever. So I always try to keep up on them a little bit. And uh, you know when you see somebody you haven't seen in a couple of years, it's funny though the hockey world's like you haven't missed anything. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the coaching staff. When I see Mark, anytime I see him on the road, it's um, you know it's it's like we have we we seen each other yesterday. So uh, there's a lot to catch up quickly but uh talking wise but you know it's yeah, there's a couple players there's probably five or four or five players that you know i had a chance and pleasure to bump into over the years yeah well phil always good to see you a big part of that program back then at merrimack and obviously you know, a huge part of the program here at at your alma mater clarkson wish you the best of luck tonight and the rest of the year appreciate it thank you all right that's phil Ross, assistant coach at clarkson here he was with merrimack back in that big 2011 season we're back with more right after this on wmck this is warrior hockey